Hey everybody, Stephen here from The Truth About Dyslexia. In today's episode, I want to talk about getting the next promotion, you know, that next step on the ladder, moving up the tree, up the chain, up the whatever we want to call it. You know, a lot of dyslexics struggle with a mixture of imposter syndrome, feeling overwhelmed, overthinking everything, worrying about stuff, anxiety-inducing things you know and it can really stop us from taking that next leap ahead especially when we get comfortable but at the same time there's a part of us that wants to leap and run and move and change and grow and it can be really challenging so we're going to talk about promotions careers uh, other fun stuff in today's episode okay so this topic is very popular because many of us out there with dyslexia have some level of imposter syndrome, self-belief issues. We've come up against a lot of hard things in our lives in different ways. And we sometimes don't feel like we're as good as other people to get the promotion. As a counter to that, I've actually seen the opposite as well. People who have too much self-belief to a point where they're kind of arrogant and they push so hard to get something, they don't get it for the opposite reason. I've spoken about the bell curve, and we usually fit between the two sides. Likely, if you're listening to this podcast, you know, I definitely attract some people who have that level of arrogance, don't get me wrong, you know who you are, and I definitely attract the other side of people that don't feel quite good enough. Um, we usually don't fit nicely in the middle of balanced. That's not the word we use. We don't use balanced a lot. So whichever angle you're coming from when it comes about to promotions, it's important to understand uh, what you need to start thinking about. Many of us w spend way too much time worrying about things that are wrong with us. You know, I've got dyslexia. I can't do this. I can't do that. Or... I, you know, I deserve this, da, 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 you know, at full speed. And we don't kind of slow down long enough to look at things from another perspective. When it comes to jobs and promotions, especially, I'm really going to focus on promotions. So you're in a role, you want to take that next step up for whatever reason that is. Sometimes it's, uh, you know, it's a more interesting job. Sometimes it's more money. Sometimes you just want to prove to yourself you can do it. Sometimes that is enough. Sometimes you're just bored of the job you're doing and you can do it in your sleep and you need to do something different. I've experienced that and that's so true. But what I want you to think about in a company, what the person above you, the person hiring for a promotion is thinking, is they're thinking, especially in bigger companies, I don't want to make a risky decision. I don't want to hire someone who's going to put my job or my reputation at risk. I want to hire someone who's going to make me look good. Does that make sense? So what I always say is put yourself in their shoes. One of the challenges I do see a lot in dyslexia is people, again, we either get stuck in a role for a very, very long time from fear of moving on or moving up or something going wrong, or we go through year on year on year changes. The CV's of dyslexics I've seen, they've had a different job every 12 months. And it can be challenging, right? It's very hard to say I'm going to be really loyal 
when you keep changing your job every 12 months. And I know how frustrating this is because I used to do it. <laughs> and it's not to say that it doesn't work. You've just got to kind of go through different processes, right? You know, you're much better suited to jumping outside of a company to another company. Um, that works a lot better on a year-to-year -year basis um, when people are struggling to find staff than it can do moving up your own organization. Don't get me wrong, it can work. If your organization's growing or they're really struggling for staff, you know, you can sometimes see people play leapfrog with, with roles in companies because they just keep getting promoted quickly. You can have five roles in six years or whatever the case may be. But it's just very important to remember as you're going through this is to always put yourself in the position of the person who's hiring. So if you're working in a small company and you want to be you know, given a better opportunity, more money, more challenges, you've got to prove yourself to the business owner or the manager ahead of you. You know, small companies to me is, is sub 20 staff. You know, they're smaller, they don't have all the management layers. They're much more about how do we get a result than larger companies which have a lot have a lot more layers of kind of fat in them. So they are very different opportunities for promotion. I've recently promoted a couple of people in my team and the question you have to ask is why did I do that? Because you know it's from my perspective. One, I think they get they help our business get the result that we're after. These people exude our values. And that's another real big question as well, is sometimes we can get so deep into ourselves, we forget what are the values of the company? What, are, what is the company trying to do? Do they have a value statement? Now, don't get me wrong, a lot of companies have value statements that mean nothing. They're words on paper to make them sound like they're a big company. But there are companies out there that have very clear values of what makes them who they are. And the more someone exudes those values, the more noticeable it is. They're kind of like filters. It's like when you try and buy a certain type of car and you see it everywhere. Some companies use values like that. You know, they're looking and scanning their own staff base on those values going, hmm, who really sees these values? Who really believes in it? Because it's a great precursor to someone doing well at a bigger job. You know, most companies don't want someone who doesn't believe in the values of the company higher up in the organization. It just doesn't work. So that's something to, something to really think about. The other thing as well, and, and the, probably the one thing I get asked more than anything is, how do I do the interview? <laughs> because interviews, they're scary enough. And, and when we're overthinking everything, we're dyslexic, we're overthinking absolutely everything in our minds. Well, it can really not help us put our best foot forward. Not to mention psychometric testing, stuff like that. What I, what I say to many dyslexics is see if you can submit a video CV or a video kind of reference. Many of us are much better at talking to camera than we think we are. It takes a little bit, don't get me wrong, but this is just a video for a very small amount of people. It's not going live to the world. But if you're able to talk, do a video, get a bit creative, you know, most employers actually really respect that and, and love it. Um, they love to see something that's a bit more creative than the average person. So do think about using videos in your CV rather than big long written statements. It can make an impact and it can also get across your personality which doesn't come across in the average CV. 
especially if you're going for a promotion in a larger organization. So that's really important. When it comes to interviews as well, you can practice as much as you like, but when you go into that interview, you have to basically give up the result. And I know how hard this is. I know how hard it is to say, I don't care if I get it or not. But you've got to be sitting in that seat for the interview and you've got to let go of, if I get it or not, this is a reflection on me. Because 99 times out of 100, it never really is. There are a few people you'd never want to hire, but I doubt you're that person. If anything, it's just there are other candidates that might get it. Does that make sense? But going into that interview, releasing the result and just saying, I'm going to be who I am and I'm going to speak my truth from my heart and not stress, you're more likely to do well. To me, too often, neurodiverse thinkers are overthinking everything, they're overthinking every question, trying to get it just right that they, they get it wrong because they're not being authentic, they're not being truthful. Um, and it's not done from an intention, negative intention, it's done from trying to win. They're trying to map the system to success. Where most people just want an authentic person who's going to work their bum off and get things done, um, and who's a problem solver. And dyslexics are natural problem solvers. And make sure that's really clear. Say that's how I do it. You know, t talk in stories. Don't talk in fancy words, talk in stories, tell stories. If you want to go in and have anything up your sleeve, practice three to five stories that you've achieved, be it a customer service thing, or if it's a customer service job, or if it's a sales job, a couple of sales stories that really worked well. Stories will always win out in interviews because everyone gets them. And they're also much easier for you to remember than, than blank answers. So all these things will support you if you're going for an interview, if you're going for a promotion. These little things are massively valuable. Um, but it doesn't mean it's going to be easy. Don't get me wrong. One of the things I've definitely learned around promotions and business is it is who do you know? If you are thinking in your organization, I want to move up it, you need to meet some of those managers. Hopefully they're nice ones, um, you know, around you, get to know them. You know, if you have, if you drink, have a beer with them. If you don't drink, have a coffee with them. Ask them for their advice. You know, ask them in a more comfortable environment to get to know you before you have to ask for a promotion or you try and get a promotion. Show them that you're interested and passionate in learning. And if you're not, that's another great deci deciding factor that you shouldn't actually be in that role. Does that make sense? Uh, but like I, I know that it's, you know, if one of my team comes to me and says, can I spend half an hour with you to give them some tips on a certain thing in the business? As, an, as a business owner or as a manager, I respect that. And I'm like, wow, you're a go-getter. You're trying to help yourself. You're asking for my counsel. Not only does it help my ego, which is, just truth. It is also valuable, you know, valuable for them as well, getting some FaceTime with me. And so if you haven't done that yet, make sure you reach out, talk to a manager, talk to someone above you. You know, you don't, you know, just show them that you're keen. That's what most people are after. We're in a shortage of people right now across the world and a lot of Western countries, especially. So there's a real opportunity to get the promotions you're after. So any questions on this, if you've got any thoughts, if you want to share anything, remember you can reach out to me at truthaboutdyslexia.com. 
And I hope you stand up and go for that promotion that you know you want. Just make sure it's the job you really, you do actually want though, because it can be challenging otherwise. But have an epic rest of your day. And I'll be back next week.